peace to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, keys to the city, we unlocking the statements. Streaming every Friday. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. What a show we got for you today. An all-football show. We're going to be talking about the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants and their situations of how they're going to handle their franchise stars. And I'm talking about Saquon Barkley and Dak Prescott, two guys that are coming off major knee or leg injuries, I should say. So how do they handle those situations? But we started going back and forth even before Joe got on this show, and we were thinking, what else can we want to talk about? Do we want to talk about the Wednesday thing? And Ted was like, nah, that, it's all right. So Carson Wentz and Quentin Nelson look like they could be in play for week one, and we thought well, maybe not so, but looks like that could be happening. So we moved on and said, okay, let's talk about Russell Westbrook and an introduction to being officially a Laker yesterday. And then he said, eh, and I was like, okay. But then I thought of something. Because I saw it yesterday, and it really got me interested in, in talking about and discussing. And we talked about this last week, actually, when I was on Drawing About the G-Men. And we talked about the – and it was the AFC and NFC West preview. And I said that the Rams could be the favorite right now. But if Trey Lance starts right off the bat with this team, with all the injuries that are coming back, all the health – all the talent, the coaching staff that's around surrounding this team, this team has the capability of making a dark horse Super Bowl run. And that's how we're going to start the show with. I know it's like, oh, well, you're Giant fans. Why are you not talking about the Giants? Well, we'll get into the Giants. We'll get into the Dallas Cowboys. But this was a heated debate just before this show. So we got to start off with how should those San Francisco 49ers, how should they handle their situation? And that's what it comes down to because it's one because we've been talking about it with the Bears because they got a situation, the Patriots they got a situation that they want to maybe deal with a rookie quarterback coming in. How do they handle it? But this is the most intriguing one because the 49ers, We also got to think back. The 49ers traded up from I believe it was thirteen, I think it was thirteen to all the way to three, and they traded up to say, okay, maybe they were thinking, oh, it's going to be Mac Jones. Okay, we all heard the name rumors, Mac Jones. Are they really going to trade up? No, it was Trey Lance. He was the late name that got the hot push from the coaching staff in the franchise. He got the go. He was the pick. And that's why I say him because he could be a difference maker for this franchise. He could be a game-changing type player for this coaching staff. Kyle Shanahan, who's one of the brilliant minds, offensive minds, in all of football. I don't why well, I say he should come in week one and be the guy because I've seen enough with Jimmy G to know what I'm getting with Jimmy G. Am oh I crazy? God. I don't yeah. care because you're I know you're an imbecile. Hold on. These you're two, an huh? You're an imbecile. That's you're fine. Part- these two, these two are going to go after me and that's fine. I don't care, but I like being the different guy. I like being the heel. That's I like being the villain. Joe, Joe, that's why he was a wide man. You said you wanted to start with guys. You said you wanted to start. So go on and tell me what you got. Teddy, let me, here's what I was going to say. Trevor cut me off before pre-show when I was going to make a point. So I'll just make the point right off the top. And I think you'll agree with me. You're you're going in the camp with the idea that if Trey Lance can learn the offense and become the starter, or if Justin Fields or Mac Jones can do that, great. Then you can start day one. 
What we're saying is, is none of these guys is going to be ready by week one. Won't have the offense mastered. And, and uh, you know, again, you, you when you've got a situation where, you know, A, you're assuming Andy, Andy Dalton's going to suck again. An easy assumption to make, but I mean, this guy's a, a starter in the NFL. Who's to say he can't play well and give you a reason to keep Justin Fields on the bench learning for a couple more weeks? Same thing in San Fran. Look, they drafted Trey Lance, Trev. Yeah. They moved up to three for a reason. If they thought Jimmy G was the answer, they wouldn't have done that. Yeah. So clearly an upgrade was in order. Is Trey Lance going to be ready? To t- I mean, Ted was saying before the show, the kids played 13 games in the last two and a half years. That's not good. His Just him getting into the rhythm of playing, let alone at the NFL level in a brand new system when he hasn't seen a snap in ages, if he's ready, yes, start him. I just don't see him being ready and being the preferred starter week one over a guy who knows the offense and has done this a million times. You can develop Trey Lance because your team's good enough. Your defense is good enough. Your your run game is solid. You can you can get through the first few weeks until you feel like Trey Lance can take over. I'm not opposed to what Teddy said, too, about running some plays for the kid. Get him some snaps. That's not going to hurt him. He does bring a very different skill set to the table. Why not take advantage of that? We've seen teams run wildcats when when they've got, you know, wide receivers converted, you know, from quarterback in college. Why wouldn't you do some of those things? But, but the idea is eventually all these guys are going to be the starters. Again, if you're the Jets, you 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 screwed yourself because Zach Wilson has to start on day 1. And the, the difference between those guys between him and the other guys is He's taken, uh, you know, uh, 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 you know, team one snaps there, yeah, starter yeah, snaps. Yeah, he's first team. He's first team. Absolutely. Thank you. I couldn't. Uh, he's first <laughs> team. The rest of these guys are all coming in, and they're running second team. And in the case of Fields, maybe third team behind behind Nick Foles. So, again, the opportunity to be ready and prepared for day one. Wilson's doing something totally different, as is Trevor Lawrence. These other guys can be eased in because you've got somebody on the roster who can go out there and win you some games. That's not the case in Jacksonville. And that's certainly not the case in New York. I think, hold on Ted for one second. I think the reason why I, Trevor Lawrence, we knew he was going to be the starter. No doubt. I think the jets, you're hundred percent right, Joe. I think they screwed themselves in the sense of having some kind of backup guy, having some kind of guy that could take the place. And instead of giving a guy like Zach Wilson, who I think out of all the quarterbacks, even more Troy, even so Trey Lance as well. I think that's the man that needs the most work and going into a city like New York, that's going to be just a tough, tough start. And we've seen guys like Mark Sanchez th- that come from the, the big life, the Hollywood life, and he's he's got the wealth. Zach Wilson comes from a good family, but he's going into a, a – Listen, Zach a, Wilson played a, for three years, okay? You can't oh, compare him to Mark Sanchez because this is where I was going to go at you. So let's break this down in a whole – Yeah, no, here, go, here goes the smart man because Ted knows everything. Wait, that's well, real that's quick, Teddy. Wanted, so shut up. Teddy, Teddy real quick. I played everything, bro. I played everything. Teddy, do you agree with what I said that if these guys are all ready to go week one, they should all start? But they won't be, and that's why we're saying what we're saying. Of course. Absolutely. If they're ready, but none of them even be ready. Trevor Warren's ain't ready for week one either. He has no idea what's coming for him. This is not the ACC. This ain't the SEC. Okay? Here's what I would say to uh, – we broke this down in different The first part of your question, Trevor, you said, should Trey Lance start week one? No. Should not start. Jimmy G was a guy that led them to the Super Bowl. 
They were up by 13. Yes, he didn't he did. lead them. He didn't lead them. When he's the quarterback, that's like saying Eli didn't lead the Giants to the Super Bowl. I'm not saying that, no, but Eli literally no, led. No, he did. The defense did. The defense did. So stop. You're, you sound like the idiotic fans that no, think Eli should be in the Hall of Fame yeah, either. You sound like the idiotic person right there. No, I, no. Jim, listen, you still have – I don't care if you throw four passes or 34 passes. You still orchestrate the offense as the quarterback. You don't make mistakes. You do what the coach does, and you win games. He went him to the Super Bowl, and if you're not mistaken, they were up by 13 points in the fourth quarter. He didn't make the big throw. Yes, oh, yeah. he missed it. It happens. Because he sucks. Okay, well, Eli got lucky on two passes, and our and our receivers caught yeah, the ball. Yeah, so, so did Brady and a lot of his others, well, too. Well, guess what? So guess, it's better cares? if he wants to good. Hold on. So anyway, let's get back get to, to the, the thing. Vinny G led him to the number one seed, got him to the Super Bowl. The guy's been in for the league for a while, all right? He is best prepared for this team right now in week one to be the starting quarterback. Their best bet is to bring Trey Lance in slowly, develop a package for him, 10 to 15 plays a game, just like Taysom Hill. It's extra preparation for the teams that they are going to face week one through week eight. If Jimmy G can't hold the clipboard and do what he's supposed to do on the football field, he'll get moved, Trev, and Trey Lance will be the future like he will be eventually. It's okay. With that, Tenny, let me give you one better real quick. If you run Trey Lance 10, 15 plays a game, you're actually making this better for Jimmy G and ensuring he probably starts a little bit longer into this season than he would otherwise. Getting the best of both the guys would be smarter. Plus, it makes your offense more dangerous, Trev. Okay? By, limiting, by limiting your team to just one quarterback, you, that's something less that the other team has to prepare Well, for. especially when that guy's already limited, obviously, with the arm. Exactly. So we already know that. We already know their deficiencies on offense. Again, Trey Lance could only make it better, Teddy. You're exactly and right. If you know, Trev, now, hold the thing. If you know Jimmy G's career, he gets hurt before, by week four every year. So that means Trey Lance will be starting week five. Fine. That's perfect preparation. Now, here's the other point reason why I say you don't start Trey Lance. Go look at the two quarterbacks that had the least amount of starts coming into the NFL the past five years, ten years. Mark Sanchez and Mitchell Trubisky. Where are they? Backup quarterback that couldn't even be the Bears starting quarterback for the future. And Mark Sanchez is out of a job working for, what, Fox? All right? So, guys need experience. Trey Lance doesn't have the experience. He came from North Dakota State. It's not If he played a full season, I can understand that. Now, Let's get into something else. Part well, of this. Can I both make your point and I just go on to the next bull BS? Not yet. And, 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 go, and, and here's to my other thing. There's two situations where every NFL team faces. You have a situation like the Jets and the Jaguars where you bring your guy in and that's going to be your guy number one, right? Then you have – oh, and here's a perfect example. The Bengals last year, they got rid of Andy Dawn – because Joe Burrow from day one was their starter quarterback, and there was no discussion. That's fine. He was the number one pick. They <laughs> felt it was ready. Now, you have other situations. like and the probably you know, should have had a veteran backup on that now, team, yeah? Now you yeah, have other mistake last year. Mike Glennon. Oh, now you have other situations like the Miami Dolphins, okay? Fitzpatrick was the quarterback, and Tua was the guy that you, ta- you tanked for. Even Tua admitted last year, when he finally got a start, like I said he would in week six, he wasn't ready for the NFL yet. Yes, I, I That's why I say you don't start in week one. Now, you're going to say, Ted, what about Andy Dalton and Justin Fields? Andy Dalton eventually is going to be Andy Dalton, and you're going to move on. But if you're a veteran on this team, week one, Justin Fields doesn't give you the best set to succeed yet. Okay. Well, and well, that well. is why teams like the Bears 
and not like the Jets didn't bring in veterans to help these young rookies grow and better themselves. Anyways, so this is why – good points. That's fine. All valid points. So this is why I say with the Trey Lance and the Justin Fields, no, they're all good points. Boy, both of you. That's fine. I understand completely. And and Travis, there's no Cam Newman Newman, a guy that's actual viable number one option. Okay, listen. You both made all great points. Trust me. They're all valid. I'm I'm not saying you're wrong. But what I'm trying to say is compared to what Jacksonville and the Jets, two teams that are going to be at the bottom of their division, they're not going to be competing for AFC East or AFC South titles because they're not not there yet. My point is, is that a team like the Bears, who just came off of the playoffs, if you remember, they made the playoffs last year with Mitchell Trubisky. This is a win-now team. This is a team like Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace. Their jobs are on the line. So they can't rely on Andy Dalton to play four or five weeks because guess what in the situation hold on in the situation that they may be they could be fired if they're if they're playing bad you need to put the best option also san francisco is the same situation but kyle shannon is not going anywhere my point is is that they are a win now team the last time we saw yeah, san Fran doesn't give you Ted, a win now mode Ted, hold on let me no, let me go back at you justin fields doesn't give you a best chance to win right now andy dalton does justin fields can the I only reason finish, why he won in the Big Ten last year is because he had the best talented team. Can I just finish my point, please? You can I go back at it. I gave you five freaking minutes to speak. Let I didn't talk for six minutes to the show. You want me to remove you? I have, the power. I have the power. I have the power to remove you. Just my come back at me. Sam Fran, when healthy, the last time we saw them at full health, like you said, Ted, was about seven minutes away from winning a Super Bowl. This is also another team that's in win-now mode. And, by the way, the Bears and the 49ers are in, especially the 49ers, maybe in the toughest division in all of football. So they can't afford to lose games when the teams like the Cardinals, Sam, um, the Seattle Seahawks, and the Rams are all competing for an NFC West title. If Do you, you feel that same way about New England? If you could – I don't Do think – Do you feel that same way about New England? For me, hold on. If I help, hold on. If you had to rank with all the quarterback rank or the rookie rankings and the teams at the ring, the the um the Jaguars and the Jets are at the bottom. Absolutely, they're in rebuild mode. The 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 Patriots for me would be in that middle tier. They're at that five hundred crowd. I would say that. I'm not saying they're Better in the playoffs, the Bears? but. The Bears they just made the playoffs. No, with do you think the Patriots are a better team than the Bears? No, I do not. I think the Bears are a better team. Why? Why they made the playoffs? Are you, are you kidding me? The Patriots. Why not? Why? Why, why, can't, why, why I not? Think, I think you're selling the Patriots short. They dealt I'm with not, nine no, guys I'm, that no, because I think Cleveland. the Patriots are on borderline of playoffs slash just missing the playoffs. Just like the Bears. If I had to pick, I, I would take my edge over the. I would take my edge with the Bears. I would take that chance with the Bears. I think I mean, with the defense, I think they have a better defense. I know they lost Kyle Fuller this year. But I would take them. Their offenses are kind of very similar. Don't know what you're going to get from either one. But the 49ers specifically, this is more about the 49ers. In the Bears situation, I don't see Fields starting week one. I see Andy Dalton. The 49ers situation is different because of the division they're in. You have three teams, all four teams, with legitimate cases that can win the NFC West title. The Rams, we think they're a Super Bowl contender. The Seahawks, we think they're a Super Bowl contender. The 49ers, when healthy. We think they could be a dark horse Super Bowl contender. And the Cardinals and the Cardinals are a possible playoff team. Am I wrong about all that? So with teams like that, they need to win now. 
they're in a win now mode because like we talk about all the time, these guys are going to be getting bigger contracts over time. Nick Bosa, you know that these guys are going to get big contracts. So you're going to be able, you're not going to be able to keep all these guys. That's what I'm trying to say is what may, may I interrupt one thing and then I'll, I'll let you come back. And I know you you will continue with a point, but you and Joe last week had two players from Seattle as the top 10 defensive players in the league. Yeah. And Jamal Adams and Bobby yeah. Wagner. Yeah. Then we talked about Aaron Donald, the best defensive player in football. Then we talked about J.J. Watt and Chandler Jones and the Cardinals. What do you think those defenses are going to do to Trey Lance the first week they see him? Dude, rookies don't I, do I well. I know. That's what I'm saying. And I said you were right. That's what I'm saying. You, you let, by letting Trey Lance get a package in week one, say he gets five to ten plays, which will probably happen. It gets his feet wet, Trev. You don't. Well, the 49ers, the 49ers luckily start off with at the Lions and the Eagles, two very, very but, winnable but games. That's, now, listen, we know the history of Jimmy G. He's inevitably, inevitably going to get hurt. It, it's just, it's the nature of the ball game. It's, you almost know it's just a matter of when the clock strikes 12. So it's going to happen, and that means Trey Lance will get his chance opportunity. But I wouldn't put him in week one, get his feet wet. I like the Lions, right? 49ers are up 24 to 3. You know what? Throw him in for a series or something. Throw him in a couple plays. Let him throw a couple passes. Let him get feet wet. Let him see the speed of the game. Do you remember the movie? Do you remember the movie with uh, Willie Beeman? Um, yeah, any given Sunday. Remember the first game? He was seeing ghosts. I mean, even Sam Darnold, who was like in his second season, was seeing ghosts. That's what I'm saying. Don't, that's what bill, that's what don't burn is. your bridge before it's completely built. So getting his feet wet, wetting him. Do you guys understand what I'm trying to say specifically with the the 49ers situation? Because because they're in win now mode and that division, that whole division. And you can't start a rookie. Uh, Yeah. Well, Trevor, listen, again, I go, go back to my initial point that Teddy agreed with. I think when Trey Lance is ready to take over the starting job, whether that's week one, three, five, seven, nine, when he's ready to take over the offense, he's a much more dynamic player. He's a playmaker. He's going to become the starter. They didn't draft him to sit. They drafted him to start. But again, the lack of playing time, the lack of experience, this I, I I don't envision a scenario where he's taken snaps in week one. And I and I'm sure Kyle Shanahan would like nothing better than for that to be the case. I'm sure everyone in San Francisco would like that to be the case. And if it's possible and if he can learn it this fast, and if he gets some playing time in the preseason and he's blowing our minds, sure. Th- that's the plan. I just I don't see a scenario where he's ready to go. A month from now, taking snaps in an NFL game against against great defense. Let me ask you before. Yeah, it's a good problem to have. Before we get into our next segment, um, quick question: Do you believe that Justin Fields and Trey Lance are the better options, or no? No, not not week one, but but by the future. Here's my. But Joe, you would you would wait? You said you would wait on both of them. Listen, if I'm the head coach of any of these teams, my I'm naming my starter right now. I'm saying Jimmy G's the starter. I'm saying uh, uh, Andy Dalton's the starter. Now, if you get outplayed by week four or week three of the preseason, right? We're three-week preseason now. Yeah. And that's the other problem. I mean, again, I think if you, if you had the four weeks, I think it would have given all these guys a, a, that extra week a, a better four, chance. Do you think the four weeks would have given them a more – you think four weeks would have been enough to say, yeah, or do you yes. think the three weeks hurts them? Well, three weeks hurts them. Three weeks hurts them because, again, dude, if you get maybe you get like you get the second quarter in, 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 in game one. 
and you okay. throw your four for five, and they're like, oh, hey, not bad. You threw for 27 yeah, then, yards. And you're also playing against the backups. You're not playing against right. the starters much. Absolutely. And here's the other game thing. two, right, Teddy? Game two, you're, you're maybe you start the second half. And, again, you're facing backups. You're not playing with the starting offensive line. Your skill guys are already out of the game. So, again, I'm not really – and then it's week three. And maybe you start that game because I mean, we don't want to start Dalton or, or Jimmy G and risk him getting hurt. Unless, unless can you go out there and – can you go out there and go 20 for 25? Sure. Would that make you the starter? I still don't think it would be. I still think it would be like, well, if we had that one more week to event, we could just, again, it's going to be really hard for those guys because they're very planned. And you just said it, Trevor. You're exactly right. I mean, the plan from day one last year was Joe Burrow's the starter, 16 games. They didn't even bother signing anybody like Again, we can laugh. Mike Glennon has started NFL games. He stinks. I get it. But he's got experience as a starter in the league. Yeah. You, you you know what I mean? You have to admit that's a better scenario than anything the Jets are putting forth. Oh, yeah. If, if yeah. God forbid, Wilson doesn't pan out or he gets hurt. They're really well, yeah, screwed no. if he gets hurt. What are you going to so do? And, and, that's, and that's, where, that's where they have to make a decision. Trev, I'll put it this way. Unless you're like Tampa Bay, Green Bay, Seattle, where Russell Wilson, Brady, you know, Rodgers, like Jordan Love, he's going to get all the preseason snaps because Rodgers, there he said Rodgers isn't going to play the preseason. So th- that's where you're going to get the learning from there. But like Jimmy G is probably going to get some preseason snaps. Trey Lance will probably get majority of them. But this is something that we never talk about. But with all the new rules with football and practices, training camps are shorter. They don't have double. I mean, Trev, we talked about it in the high school level. I had a triple session my first day of full pads. It used to be double defense in the morning, offense, and then special teams, but it was only uppers in the third session. You're not allowed to do triples no more. You're not allowed to do, like, doubles anymore back-to-back. You used to have doubles. Now practices are shorter. There's less padding. There's less contact, even during the regular season. I think they're sounds only allowed like, to have – Sounds like America. It's fine. They're, they're, allowed, <laughs> they're, they're only allowed to have one guy practice. So give you what that. I'm saying that is there's less contact, so skills like tackling – yeah. And, and 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 scrimmages and they don't know how to tackle anymore. They don't know how to run. Yeah. So, so that's why that's why in week one you're not getting the full the best. They always talk about it by week four of the NFC. That's when the regular season actually starts. It takes right. four weeks for any of those starters. Okay. Listen, you make a great point. Trey Lance is more talented than Jimmy G. Eventually, he's going to be their future for the 15 years, and Jimmy G is going to get hurt. But I wouldn't want to start him week one right now because I think the 49ers, like you said, they're a Super Bowl caliber team. Jimmy G can lead them to a Super Bowl. If he stays healthy, I, I don't have his record in front of my face, but I remember Colin Coward talking. He's got like a 750 winning percentage with the 49ers when he plays. Yeah. The problem is he doesn't play enough. But okay. you make a great point. He's talented enough. And like you also, and like you guys also said, hold on. And like you guys also said, it's a good situation. I all I'm trying to say is before we get on, I wouldn't be surprised if I see Trey Lance week one as a starting quarterback. I wouldn't be surprised. He's getting traded. I'm not saying. I'm not saying it will happen. I'm not saying either one will happen. But I wouldn't be surprised if I saw Justin Fields or Trey Lance just just dominate. Trev, to make your point, if a quarterback gets hurt, which has happens a lot, say Zach Wilson gets hurt. Smoked. They might be calling the 49ers for a quarterback. Someone someone gets hurt all the time, and then you got to make a trade. And the 49ers are in a perfect situation where, you know what? Trey Lance lights it up during practice, preseason. Jimmy G gets flipped for first and a third. Fair enough. I got you. So, speaking of situations, 
we got some big, and we've been talking about, we talked about the NFC West. We've been talking about the AFC East, but now we're going to go on to our division. And as we used to call it last year, the NFC least, because the, well, this division is another situation, our division that is up for grabs. We don't know who's going to come out of it. Could it be the Giants? Could it be the boys? Could it be this? I was about to say the Redskins. I forgot the football team, or could it be surprisingly the Philadelphia Eagles? But we talk about situations and maybe good situations to have or situations to maybe tough situations. And it's between the New York Giants and the Dallas Cowboys, two of the biggest names in all of the NFL, two of the guys that are probably the two odds on favorites to maybe be comeback player of the year if they have great years. And that's Dak Prescott and Saquon Barkley coming off major leg injuries and got us thinking, well, how should these teams handle? And I'm not even. And and I should add to the Dak situation, not just his leg, but now it's the ongoing shoulder injury. And they're te- and they were saying they went to the. I don't know if you knew, Joe. They went to the Texas Rangers um, medical staff because they said it was more of like a baseball. It was under the armpit. It was more of like a baseball injury. So. Yeah, that's what it's not the leg, it's the shoulder that's becoming more of a concern now. And Dak has expressed his frustration saying he wants his reps. He had enough time off last year. He wants to practice. He wants to help the team get better. And I I applaud him for that. And Saquon is officially off the pup list and now he's going he's practicing with the boys. But how should the New York Giants, Big Blue, and the boys, the Dallas Cowboys handle their franchise stars? Joe, I'll start with you. Listen, I think if you're the Cowboys, you give the guy the reps if he wants reps and you make sure he feels ready and prepared for week one. You know, obviously, uh, there's. I wonder if the shoulder injury isn't him compensating for the leg and throwing the ball slightly different and that's causing him problems using muscles he never uses before. And that could be a huge problem for them mm-hmm. because they're not prepared for him to not be there. Uh, that would be uh, a real problem. Obviously, their defense is shaky at best. So uh, any any injury to Dak is is a big problem. If he thinks he needs to work through it, let him work through it. As far as Saquon, you know, ease the guy back in. You've got so many weapons on offense. You want to get this guy going and healthy. I'm glad he's off the pup list. I'm glad it looks like week one. I don't want to see this guy carry the ball 28 times in week one, though. I think that's a terrible idea. You know, you went out there, got Devontae Booker, um, you know, run some of these other guys and, and, you know, have Daniel Jones throw the football a little bit. You got all these receivers. Now you're going to want to distribute that ball. And, you know, to me, you got to set the tone on, on offense for the giants. And I think, I think easing Saquon in is a benefit to Daniel Jones, getting comfortable throwing the football. And, and then listen, couple of weeks of him throwing the ball a little more than you want and easing Saquon in, right, with Devontae Booker. And then all of a sudden you're not loading the box. If Daniel Jones can come out and show he can throw the ball downfield to Galladay uh, and Angren can catch a football, um, Kadarius, Tony, is that whatever. More concer- is that more concerning because Galladay's already dealing with that injury right now to know that your main weapon that you went to go receiving weapon, I should say that you went out and signed big bucks for is actually the third highest paid receiver currently in the NFL right now. So, and to see him already injured, you're almost, I know Barkley is they're waiting. They're slowly getting him back into the groove of things because, well, he's, he's supposed to be their franchise star, but in the sense also you got to figure out if, 
down the line, are you going to pay Saquon the money that he's going to be asking for? And I know we can't say that yet because we got to see him at full strength and full tail and playing a full season like he did his rookie year. But really, he's he's only played a 17 games in the past two years because he's he's missed the whole season last year and then he had his injuries in the other his his second year so to see that i mean that's that's another situation that the giants have to figure out dacko's already got paid he finally got his money i understand what dallas is trying to do they don't want to hurt him because if that goes down well dallas is probably done but the giants they have to figure out more outside of is he going to be the answer going down the line as long as dave gettleman is the general manager saquon barkley will sign a long-term deal with this football team because there's no way gettleman will ever be in charge of this team and walk away from that pick because then he'll look like the world's biggest horse's ass plain and simple plain and simple both ted both daniel jones and Saquon yeah. Barkley are tied to Dave Gettleman's regime. As long as he's there, I think those guys are there. When those guys are gone, it's because he's gone as well. Absolutely. I mean, that's we've seen that very. I mean, with a lot of things, subjects that we just talked about with quarterbacks. I mean, quarterback tanks, and you drafted them. Usually, the GM's out the door too. So, Trev, to your question, I don't care about Dallas Cowboys. Hell with them. Listen, I hope they crumble, but at the end of the day, I think Dak <laughs> so, so do I, but it's listen, listen, I'm probably gonna take Dak in my fantasy draft too because I think he's gonna have a huge year. I think Dak will be fine. I'm not worried about it. I tell you, if Dak, was, if Dak wasn't a Dallas Cowboy, he'd probably be one of my, my favorite not my favorite. Oh, you know who oh Joe, by the way, quarterback hold on. I, I like. I want to make something funny. The way that he's also bashing the Dallas Cowboys. You know who he wants me to take in fantasy? He wants me to take Zeke. That's Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> I, I just said I was going to take Dak because I think Dak's going to throw for about 4,800 yards. I think their offense is going to have to score 35 points a game because their defense is going to give up 28. But that's fine. That's great for fantasy. Load them up. But should they, slowly, br- should they slowly bring these guys back? Listen, Dak, I'm not worried about his arm, all right? They know what they're doing. They're not going to ruin their star quarterback that they just paid $126 million guaranteed. They're not going to do that. I'm more worried about his mobility, his ankle, how can he move in the pocket, and with his lineman back, are they? is he going to be protected? My more important thing is, what are we going to do with the New York Giants this year? I don't, listen, Saquon is a freak of nature, all right? When the Giants play week one, Saquon Barker would be 317 days from when he injured his ACL in that Chicago game. Almost a full, complete year. We've seen guys come back from ACL injuries in less than a year. Deuce McAllister, Dalvin Cook, Adrian Peterson, and they all had star-studded years coming off of them. My more problem with the Giants is, will that offensive line be good enough to give Saquon an opportunity to run and, and score and see him fully develop the running back that he is? He's listen. The guy's jumping out of the pool, out of the water, and jumping on top of the stand. I mean, he's. I feel like he can jump out of the world. I mean, he looks. I just looked. I'm looking at the roster, Giants roster. Five foot eleven, two hundred thirty-three pounds. He's like bigger than some of the fullbacks we have. I mean, is I he bigger than this? Giants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's bigger. That's what his thigh is. I mean, they have Devontae Booker. They brought in Corey Clement. They brought in Alfred Morris. So you got veteran guys there that have played on the Giants. I'm glad they brought the Alfred Morris back. He was so impressive last year. Listen, it, listen. Are you, are you being sarcastic? I am. That was the eye roll that went. No, with he wasn't that. bad. He, he wasn't bad. So here's the thing. 
With Giants injury, am I concerned about him? No, I'm not concerned about him. The Giants are going to do what's best for Saquon in this in this roster because guess what? If he gets hurt, their team falls apart. And like Joe said, there's no Saquon for the future. There's no contract. Dave Gettleman loses a job. And and probably Daniel Jones doesn't have the year that we hope he has in the Giants tank. And there'll be a top 10 pick next year. And we'll be talking about a whole, a whole new rebuild in New York Giants. I don't know worry about Saquon's injury i think you're going to let him come in slowly and surely because you got enough backs on that team that have participated on this team that can give the alfred morris was a is a viable backup Devontae booker is a viable Corey Clement, we've seen him participate for the philadelphia eagles and be a viable back that can do multiple things we brought in a tons of weapons you have Evan ingram you have rudolph you have like 12 receivers that can catch the ball and make plays oh so i'm not worried about that I'm more worried about daniel jones i'm more worried about this offense line is Andrew Thomas going to be good enough to block the backside of Daniel Jones? Is he going to open up? Is Shane Lemieux's knee okay and going to be open? Is Will Hernandez going to be the guy we thought it was the rookie year? We thought he was going to be all pro, or is he going to be the guy that he's liability and flopping, uh, you know, snaps every other series with the with the backup guards? You know what I mean? Who's going to be our right um, tackle? Is it going to be Solder? Is it going to be Pert? Who's going to be the guy? Are we going to open up a hole to let Saquon be Saquon? Because we, Jeff, we talked about this. This isn't high school football. This is the NFL. If your line doesn't open up or doesn't develop a hole, I don't give a, give a hell who's your running back. Jim Brown, Barry Sanders, and Saquon put together. It ain't going to make a difference. He's going nowhere. He well, needs Barry to Sanders, be able Barry to Sanders break through. Huh? Barry Sanders did it. Nah, his offensive line wasn't too bad. I, well, I mean, he would have had 20,000 yards if he I'm had trying to say, these are two, He would have 20,000 yards if he had Emmett Smith's offensive line. That, my, that's my, true. my thing with this is, the Giants go as Saquon goes. Because what happens is, as Joe said when he started to say, you run the football, you set the tone off the bat, and you run play action and, and roll outs with Daniel Jones using his legs, getting on the outside, and 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 you and doing what what this offense can be. And it could be special with Kadarius Tony in the slot and Rudolph and thing and Evan Ingram up the slot and Galladay on the deep passes and it just and Shepard, you know, doing what he does and making plays. This offense could be special. But it, it starts and ends with the offensive line, and then it'll, and then Saquon, and then Daniel Jones, and will Jason Garrett, like me and Joe said last year, will he develop an offense, or is it going to be tic tac toe one two three? Let's have a little, let's have a little algebra in here. Let's mix it up a little bit. Let's get creative. Let's not do the same five plays every time. We'll dive up the middle on first down. Well, now we'll run a deep pass on second down. Now we're third and eight, and then we're like, all right, well, let's run a draw. And then we're putting on third and five, and the defense goes back out there. Also, this team can't be like 0-9 in uh, one-point games. That can't happen. This team's got to learn how to win games and finish them at the end. Yep. I mean, t- I-, I can see the Giants easily winning nine games going through the schedule. But if they won four, I wouldn't be shocked also. I feel like the the last two years, you know, what we've had is on paper – you're like, this team could be good, but that's if everything goes well and everything. Obviously, last year with Saquon going out. And will be good. I'm pretty sure it's going to be. It, it, it's, again, I mean, uh, other than a catastrophic failure on the part of Daniel Jones and Saquon being injured and or Galladay, this team should be really good. Even even with the offensive line questions, I, I think this team should be really good. And could compete for if this team... Player. If this team gets off to an 0 4 star, I also wouldn't be shocked by that. I mean, there's a, I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, I think the Dallas Cowboys should play it smart with Dak just because I know Dak wants his reps, but 
he got his money, but uh, also if Dallas. Yeah, but you're not like, concerned that that uh, a star quarterback in camp is like asking for reps. I mean, does does that not speak to maybe he doesn't feel comfortable right now that he's no, not feeling no, like I, he's I ready think, to go? They're babying him, Joe. They're babying him because. Here's the thing we've always talked about because this. Jerry Sometimes because their whole future the they just they just ba- hold on they just banked on their whole future for him no. that's why they're babying his ass they just no, banked no. on him for Here's giving the that big contract how many times have we seen in professional sports where sometimes the coach and the team organization has to step in and hold the player back yeah, because if he Better goes down again the player, because the player would say I'll go out there and do anything and everything and you're like no 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 please listen we don't need you diving for first downs get down slide exactly because if he goes down again they're screwed because they just banked on him name every team what team would not be screwed i know ted i understand i know you know that this guy's already already coming off of a serious legging injury if it happens again with that contract and there's there's only andy dolan to back him up this time no or mike glennon that's big trouble if they don't have Michael. <laughs> but that's the same thing with Saquon. It's like the Giants are going to slowly bring him back because he's already had multiple injuries, multiple leg injuries, I should say, which is very important to a guy that, well, uses his legs more than anybody in the NFL and works on him. I don't get it how a guy's legs look like tree trunks. Just can't stay healthy. All genetics, bro. It's, it's, just, it's just weird to see all these athletes nowadays that are like, like Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stan, all these guys that are jacked and big, Stop. strong guys. Don't talk about those losers. Wow. You hear that, Joe? You hear that, Joe? Calling the um, no, I, cool. feel, I feel him on that. Listen, you, said it, you started talking about legs. These guys, let's not get started with their legs. They barely can run down the first baseline without pulling a toenail. So, That's all right, cool. enough. I mean, speaking of the, we're not going to talk about the Yankees yeah. today. We'll talk about them later in the week. See Judge how they should have caught that ball Sunday too, Joe. See how they recap the week. Oh, and also, I'm looking forward to it. I think we all have been looking forward to it. Tomorrow, today is Thursday, is the Field of Dreams game against the Chicago White Sox. I am looking forward to seeing that because that is a year overdue due to COVID. They will finally play it against, well, maybe the best team in the AL right now, the Chicago White Sox. So I can't wait to see that. We'll talk about that. And the Yankees, well, we'll see what happens. If they battle COVID, battle the IL, Torres is on the IL. And we'll talk more football. I want it. I'm glad you brought up Daniel Jones because we will be talking on Saturday about which quarterback do you trust more in? Is it Daniel Jones? In the Big Apple, I should be saying. Is it Daniel Jones or is it rookie Zach Wilson? Zach Wilson's been struggling in training camp. We'll see how he plays off in the preseason game, Jets and Giants preseason, and preseason as a whole. We'll talk about the rookies' performances, start. So football, ladies and gentlemen, is officially underway. It's back and underway, and we'll be talking more college football, too. We'll definitely be getting into that in the next coming weeks, and our NFL preview show will have that in the next coming weeks. But right now, it's baseball and football season on Keys to the City. So if you enjoy that, well, you come to the right show. If you don't, well, Go find something else because there's nothing else going on. Ladies and gentlemen, we are streaming on all social media platforms at Keys to the City. So comment, subscribe, like, or share. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are out. Yeah. Keys to the City, baby. When you see us so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, keys to the city, we're locking the statements. Streaming every Friday.